Welcome to Frank Shelton's podcast on life, leadership, and our Lord. Frank is an author, evangelist, and one of the most sought-after speakers in America. Frank is married to his sweetheart, Ruth, and they have two children and live near Washington, D.C. After working two decades on Capitol Hill, he left by faith to preach the gospel. He served five years on staff with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, and he was a chaplain at three Summer Olympics. To date, Frank has preached on five continents and addressed audiences at stadiums over 120,000 in attendance. His TV ministry, By Faith with Frank Shelton, airs weekly to over 150 million homes worldwide. And today, he's thrilled to speak to you. Enjoy today's message by our host, Frank Shelton. favorite friends, the legendary Christian recording artist, Tammy Trent from Nashville, Tennessee. Tammy speaks and sings all over America, actually around the world. She is in more countries than I am in counties. (laughs) But the amazing thing is God has used her in a wonderful way, and she's been on tour with Women of Faith, the Revolve Girls Tour. She was so gracious to sing at our second Celebrate Jesus Crusade in my hometown. And on the line with us is Tammy Trent. Tammy, thank you so much for spending time with our listeners tonight. Hey, Frank, you're welcome, and I have to back you up just a little bit, because when you use words like legendary, I feel really old. <laughs> makes no. me feel like I've been doing this forever, although it sort of feels like that, but, oh, but well, I'm definitely not super old yet. No, you're not, and I mean that in the highest compliment and praise, because I'm 36, and I thought you were 31 when I first saw your picture. <laughs> ah, okay, now you just scored some more points. Amen. Well, yeah. I tell you, I'm just thrilled that you're here, and um, you know, when I think of you, you probably have one of the most tragic, but yet triumphant testimonies that I'll ever hear. And um, I used to think that God uses the blessed the most, but you and I are living proof. I'm convinced that God uses the broken the most. Oh, yeah. And I really believe the anointing goes through some people who've been through some stuff and uh, have really appreciate the love of Jesus more, both in their victories and their valleys. And I just wanted you to share with our listeners where you've been and, and, and where you're at now. Well, Frank, you know, I was one of those girls that was raised in church basically my whole life, and, you know, I never thought that I even had a testimony. I, I definitely was one of those girls that get up on a platform after God had, you know, sort of given me this uh, music ministry, and, you know, I would I would travel around the country and, and sing songs of life and of hope and of joy and God's goodness, and to be honest with you, uh, you know, many events that I would do, I'd sort of look out, and it's almost like you'd see the faces of people looking back at me, almost with that message of, okay, girl, you have no idea 
what I'm going through. Your life seems perfect. Everything seems great. But you have no idea the things that I'm going through. And, uh, you know, I, I always was a little bit bothered by that because I thought, man, I just, I really want to connect with these people. I really want them to understand that I really believe what I'm singing and I want to speak this life into them too, that they can have hope, that they can have joy, that they could have peace. And little did I know as I even grew older that, to be honest with you, you know, that's one of the greatest testimonies I think any one of us could have is, is, is sticking close to Jesus, trusting God in any season of our lives. But yet here I was years later standing on the edge of the water when my whole world would change, like the rug was pulled from underneath mm. me. Everything would change. And now I was being handed, I think, the most painful testimony I ever could have imagined being given. And uh, now I stand on those platforms and I sing the same messages, but they have truly gone deeper. The anointing is much more powerful mm. in my life. And now the faces that are looking back at me from audiences say, I get it now, Tammy. I believe you Amen. when you say that we have a God of impossibles. We have a world made of miracles. We have a love that won't let us fall. And for him, there's nothing impossible because now they know the story of my life. Now they see what God has taken me through. And that even as a teenager trusting God, I was still a woman standing on the edge of the water when my world would change fighting to trust God, fighting for, for my spiritual life, fighting for faith, fighting for hope. And it has been, I think, a journey for me the last seven years of still waking up every morning and saying, God, I still trust you. I still love you, even though I don't understand everything. And man, I want to scream my head off right now, and I'm angry some days. But still, at the end of the day, I know that you are still God, and I Amen. know that you love me, and I know that there's a purpose in all of this. And that's the choice that I make to still get up and to, to still choose Jesus in my life every day. Amen. Wow, and I remember there was a time like your uh, song, and also one of, I think the title of your book was just called Breathe. And, yeah, uh, Learning to Breathe Again. Yeah, and, um, you know, life is hard. And uh, I tell you, I really believe those who've been hit the hardest – God elevates the highest, and that's you. I mean, you look at your calendar, um, your book two and three years in advance, and the truth is I believe the anointing comes. There is a blessedness and brokenness. Would you agree with that? I definitely agree, Frank. And it's, you know, the brokenness from my life is, is you know, is being a girl that was, you know, in a beautiful marriage for 11 years. I met this this young man when I was 15 years old in my youth group at church and mm -hmm. fell in love quickly. We dated for like seven and a half years and finally married the man of my dreams. And you know, I was really a lucky girl. I, I was a woman that knew love every day. He was an amazing, adventurous guy full of life, full of fun, and uh, always in a great mood. And, you know, I was the forgive me girl of the relationship that often, you know, said things with, without thinking, that had regrets, that was more hurtful probably with my words at times. And, in, in those moments, he could have turned it all around, and he, he just never did. He never wanted me to know hurt. He always wanted me to, to know love and to, to never think that I would ever be left. And he was just faithful and consistent, and yet it was everything I took for granted because I just never thought I'd live a day w without this guy in my life. And it was in September of 2001, we took off on a mission trip, and... Uh, we went a week before on vacation on one side of the island in Jamaica, and uh, in between the two events, we had a day off, and we headed to this legendary place called the Blue Lagoon, and 
and uh, he wanted to free dive that afternoon, and he did. But I'll never forget standing on the edge of the water while he suited up. He slipped into the water, and he waved goodbye to me. And at that moment, I had no idea that that would be the last time I'd ever see him again. And uh, he was tragically killed that afternoon, but they didn't recover him until the morning of September 11th, 2001. And uh, my whole world would change that morning of September 11th. Of course, we know America changed that moment, and I'll never forget as a second plane plowed into the Twin Towers in New York City and thinking America was falling apart and then getting a phone call that my family was grounded on planes all across the country. Not one person could get to me, and then getting a follow-up call that they had recovered um, my husband in the Blue Lagoon. And it just, my whole world shifted at that moment. And I think for me it became um, the journey of learning to breathe again. I couldn't breathe in that moment. I couldn't, I couldn't understand the hand of God in that moment, how this could even be good for my life. And I think the last seven years, Frank, has really been such a deep journey of coming back to faith, although I didn't feel like I lost anything, but I think it's just you have a lot of questions in those moments. We all do, mm-hmm. whether we've gone through a tough divorce, mm-hmm. whether it's our health, whether it's the, the loss of a loved one, our finances, whatever it is, we all have a story. We all have tough circumstances, and I think the bigger story is what we allow God to do Amen. with those moments and with those broken places of our lives, and many of us will either run into the arms of God And many of us who have even walked in faith our whole life will take that moment and say, you know what, God has abandoned me, I'm angry at God now, and now I'm out of here. And I just, for me, couldn't imagine walking away from God, even when stuff doesn't make sense. I mean, that is such an easy out, I think. That is such an easy excuse to say, now I'm mad. God could have changed everything. He didn't, so now I'm out of here. And it's like, you know, I I think we we just don't take a look at, like, we're the ones that are hurting because we don't have Jesus in our lives. That's right. I mean, he will constantly pursue us. But if you choose to walk away from God, oh, my gosh, you just don't realize what you're doing mm-hmm. to yourself. Mm, and I couldn't uh, imagine living without Jesus. And that, for me, as hard as it was, it just was not an option. Amen. And, and, and truly, you were crippled in that moment, but you would have been crippled for the rest of your life if you've given yeah. up on God because... A lot of folks get bitter and not better, and you were on Atlanta Live probably six months ago, and then last month I had the privilege to be a guest on Atlanta Live, and I shared with them on the little segment that I was on that it, I heard a guy one time, it broke his forearm in three places, and the doctor ah. said, um, everyone thought his career was over, and the doctor said, sir, if you allow me to touch it and heal it in time, it is medically proven that the bone will become stronger after the break than before the break. And the amazing thing is that's where I think the anointing comes again through the brokenness because a lot of people, all of us go through pain, but the key is we can find peace in the midst of our pain with the Prince of Peace. But a lot of people would have turned their back on God instead of run to the arms of God. And and it's worked for me. It's worked for you. And we pray the same today for those that may be listening tonight on their way home from work as we reach all over Virginia. But um. I just want to encourage all of our listeners. Tammy is beautiful, but she's even prettier on the inside. She <laughs> walks with God, unlike very few people that I know. And she, in a world of cubic zirconias, Tammy Trent is the genuine article. <laughs> if you get a chance, visit TammyTrent.com. She's from Nashville, Tennessee. She's on MySpace, Facebook, YouTube, GodTube, you name it. <laughs> if they've invented it, she's going to be on it. But uh, 
if you're a pastor, a women's conference, a singles, whatever, crews, um, if you're out there listening, if you can pick one female in 2009 to bring to your group, if there's a free date on her calendar, there's only one person to bring, and it's Tammy Trent. But having said that, Tammy, we got about a minute and a half left. I'd like to just have a little fun with you if we could switch gears. Sure. Um, let me ask you, do you like Target or Walmart? Oh, gosh. It depends on the area of town. Okay. Well, <laughs> but mostly Walmart. I have to say Walmart. Over here, we've got a great one. Did you know there's no Walmarts in Afghanistan? Oh, man, that's not good. They're all Targets. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay, favorite restaurant. I know you like Carabas, but what else do you like? Oh, man. Well, Carabas, when I go there, hands down, the only thing I ever get is the margarita pizza because okay. it's unbelievable. Well, you got to try the pork chops. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know if I could give up my pizza, but there's my pizza because it tastes like it's the thin crust. It's, it's in the uh, little Firestone. I love it. Um, but I also love Logan's. When I okay. go to Logan's, I always get hands down my little sirloin steak and a baked potato and my salad and my rolls. Oh, my goodness, love that. And O'Charlie's. When I go to O'Charlie's, I only ever get their new California chicken salad. So there you go. Those are my three tops today. Amen. Well, leave us with a favorite Bible verse. Oh, man, I think right now, Frank, I cling to, um, uh, gosh, what is it? It's Psalms 30, verse 5. It's something I've clung to for a long time, and uh, it speaks to me in this way. Um, that although you may cry, Tammy, and although you may mourn through the night, my joy will always come in the morning. And I think that's the thing for me. When my alarm clock goes off every morning, there's a bell that goes off in hell, and all the demons say, oh, no, she's up again. <laughs> and yet at that moment, wow. I really cling to joy and say, God, here we go. Let's take on the day. I don't know what today's going to be, but I give it to you as an offering in my life through the good and the bad, and I pray that the things that I do, the things that I say are life-changing, and sometimes even more than my words, may it be the example of my life that people see that they are not alone, that God can bring them through anything. That's my joy. That's my hope. Amen. Well, Tammy, uh, we have a baby boy due any day, and if it was a girl, I think we would name her Tammy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, but we're we're leaning towards Elvis. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what we're going to do, but just thank you for being on. Uh, My wife, Ruth, said to tell you hello, and um, if we were locked in the freezer, we would not be as cool as you, but (laughs) thank you for your ministry, and thank you for being with us, and the word of the day is, the darkest hour of the night is always that hour before dawn. God Amen. bless you. God bless you too, Frank. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Frank Shelton today. Consider bringing Frank to your next outreach. Feel free to contact us at frank at frankshelton.com and look for us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Frank Shelton Jr. If you would like to partner with Frank Shelton Global, you can donate online at frankshelton.com. Your generosity will help us bring the word to the world. This is Frank Shelton reminding you when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. God bless you and go with God. Tune in next week and God bless you.